And to Jesus be the glory again and the praise. And God's people said, Amen. We had a glorious program yesterday. And we thought, okay, we'll do another one with Chad since he is in town. Okay, I have a question. I have a question for all of you. How is it possible? How is it possible that a library of 66 books written by 40 authors Mm -hmm. over a period of 1,600 years have one message? A library of 66 books. Mm -hmm. That's the Bible, okay? 66 books written by 40 individuals over 1,600 years, one message, redemption through Christ Jesus. Only God can do that. And thank you for being with me today. Thank you for being my family. Wonderful people of God. I love God's people. Hallelujah. So today we're going to talk about the authority of God's word. And you're going to start by reading for me Psalm chapter 1. Verse 1, 2, 3, and at the end, he's going to sing a song. This is, probably, this is probably the only time you're going to hear Chad sing by himself. Oh, wow. That's, that's ah! Lots of views today, lots of views. <laughs> you know, he's been, he's been traveling to the Arab world. In fact, he's going uh, in a few days to Iraq, so please pray for him. And then to London to preach to an Arabic church. Thank you, sir. So Amen. we're... Our prayers are with you. Okay, so let's go. Psalm chapter 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight his is in the law of the, the law of the Lord. And in, in his, his law, law he does what? He meditates. Day and night. Day and night. And he shall be like what? A tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit in its season. Wow. His leaf also shall not wither, and in whatsoever he doeth, he shall prosper. So if we want to obtain fullness of power and life, and in service, we must feed upon the word of the Lord. Mm. And what an amazing thing that this beautiful library of 66 divine books really contains the mind of God Almighty. So I want to just say a few words about this. It's a library. This library is a light to direct us food to support us, and comfort to cheer us. Mm. Make sure to preach that in the Arab world. <laughs> and you go, okay? So it is a light to direct us, food to support us, comfort to cheer us. And uh, Lucas said amen back there. Amen. Okay, Lucas, by the way, is helping me now since their charity is traveling. All right, so this blessed library of 66 books should fill our memory. Are you take, taking notes? I am. Uh, good. Make sure to preach it. Rule our hearts and guide our feet. If you don't preach it, I'm going to get you, brother. You better preach it. Okay? Yes, sir. Thank you, Jesus. This blessed library of books. Thank you, Jesus. Can we lift our hands and thank the Lord for his thank word? You, thank you, Lord. Lord, for your word. Thank you, you, Jesus. Be the glory, Lord. Thank Amen. Lord. It, should, it should fill thank our memory, rule our hearts, guide our feet. That blessed, precious word of God is a mine of wealth, our source of health, and our world of pleasure. Where would we be without the Bible? Mm. Wow. I think in the dark ages. Mm. We should read it to be wise, 
believe it to be safe, and read it to be holy. You're gonna you, you're gonna sing for me Psalm 19 soon, right? Oh, <laughs> maybe nice. maybe you should start with it first. Now we'll do. Huh? You want to do do it now, or you? Or, or, or you want to do it at the end? No, I think you should do it now. I say we just rip this Band-Aid off. Huh? And let's just rip the Band-Aid off. Let's, let's rip the Band-Aid off. This first time Chad is going to sing right now. Okay. Psalm 19, verse 7, right through 10. The last time I sang was on your birthday. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that when we were in the car. Yeah. I, I blasted know. that music. Yeah. So, now we're, we're, we're going to sing about the Bible. Okay. Okay. Now, the, I taught them, by the way, I, 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 ta- I was preaching <clears throat> at Jesus' image. And I taught the whole congregation yeah. the song, and it was there. So yes, and it goes verse seven. Yeah, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting, converting the, soul. the soul. Keep going. It's, it's your turn. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. More to be desired are they than Wait, gold. Wait, you're jumping to first ten. Fine, go ahead. That's the chorus. I love it. They than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Then you go back to verse 8. Yeah. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold. I love this. <laughs> Sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Verse 9. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true Thank you, Jesus. and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Yep. Amen. And I want you all to learn that. Because the word of God, more to be desired are they than gold. Sing with me. Yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than the honey and the honeycomb. Wow. Okay, let's go to Joshua 1.8. Now, here's what Joshua said about the Bible. Listen, listen. I want to make you a lover of Scripture. I want you to love the Bible more than any book ever in your life. I want the Bible to become your life because it's God's Word. You know how precious the Lord is to give us His mind to give us his word. And the enemy has tried to destroy the Bible over the centuries. I call the Bible the indestructible book. Mm. The indestructible book. There's a program, I think you've seen it, that is fantastic. You can download it called The Book That Changed the World. Yeah, you've shown it to me. The Book That Changed... Why don't you share with them that how powerful that is? Yeah, it's a really powerful book. uh, Uh, Well, documentary. Documentary, movie on the making of the King James Bible in 1615, if I'm yeah. correct, and how God raised up King James uh, for that hour to bring the best of the best to co- to translate the original text into a readable, common language in English back then. That's blessing the world even And it's, it, it's called The Book That Changed the World. The yeah. Book That Changed the World. Look it up. Yeah. You love you love watching it, and your family would really enjoy it too. Yeah. Okay, so Joshua one eight, please. Joshua 1, 8, yes, sir. This book can, of the can law. I, can I shout? Yeah, meets. Yeah. Woo! All right. And what you're saying is is so powerful. Well, because you know it's the word of God, and I yeah. want people. You know, the Lord gave me two assignments in in this time in my life to strengthen the church and to prepare the next generation for what God wants to do with them. Yeah. So 
The only way I can strengthen people is, is to say, go back, really go back to the Bible. Get to know the word of the Lord. Get to know yeah. the genealogies. Get, get to know the details. Yeah. And see Jesus throughout. Yeah. And that's what changes our life, is when we look at the seed, the Messiah, and we, the whole Bible comes together as we see one person in every book of the Bible. Yeah. And that's the Lord Jesus. Okay, go ahead. Yes, sir. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Okay, there's three, three keys, mm. okay? Read it again. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. Number one, information. But wait, wait, wait. So the, 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 the way we start is by knowing the information God gives us. Mm. This book of the law, mm. information. Okay, and then he goes what and says what? But thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Okay, observation. Yeah. You meditate by observing. Yeah, that thou mayest observe to do according to ah, all that is written and the, therein. And, and keep, 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 keep going. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Okay, so you have three things. You have information, observation, and application. Wow. That you will apply it. So you'll, you'll have success. So the, the first thing we receive when we, we read the Bible is information. And that information is about Jesus. Mm. And then we see it. The eye of faith, observation. It becomes our vision. When it becomes our vision, we live it. Wow. It's impossible to live it without vision. So information produces what? Vision. Vision produces what? application we apply it information observation application that's that's how we receive the bible right. now in in hebrews 4 12 if we can just go to it i want to show you something powerful there in in hebrews 4 12 it says that this information has life in it yeah okay life that changes our life so hebrews 4 12 for the word of God is quick or living, living. and powerful, powerful. And, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the, to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner able to judge of the thoughts and intents, the motives of the heart. Okay, now you know what this, this really says, right? It says the life of God is in it. Mm. When you read the Bible, the life of God is in his word. Wow. When I read a book, any book, there's no life in it. It's just words. So somebody, listen, listen. Mm. When, 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 when people say they read some great book about something, in that book, the life of God is not in, in books, books. Right. It's, the, it's, the, it's the life of a human being. It's his thoughts. It's his education comes through. The Bible is the life of God. The life of God himself is in his word. So when you read the Bible, you can't put it down. It changes your life. Yeah. And the, the thing is, how many times can you read a book? Any book, okay? Once or Once. twice. Yeah. Maybe twice if it's a good one, okay? Yeah. But the word of God, every day for the rest of your life, because it, it's, it's it, it pulls you in. It, it becomes a part of you. So 
Let's go quickly to Psalm 119, verse 93. These are all scriptures that talk about what the Bible is. Okay, Psalm 119, verse 93. Okay, because this is very important, all these. I will never forget thy precepts, for with them thou hast hast quickened me. Quickened me. The the life of God is in his word. You'll be quickened. You'll come alive when you read the Bible. There's no death in it. There's life in it. Or Psalm 147, verse 15. Psalm 147, verse... Because it says that God's word is is alive. It's quick. And these are portions that talk about that. Psalm 147, verse 15. He sendeth forth his commandments upon earth. His word runneth very swiftly. Yeah. His word is alive. It runs. Okay. So it, it actually has speed. Wow. It runs at speed. It has quick change. When the word of God comes into your life, when you, when you read it, the life of God comes out of it fast. Wow. The, the Bible can change your life in a day. No book can do that. Yeah. And in some cases, it can change your life quicker than a day. And it goes deep. Deep, wow. deep. A lot of you today that are watching may have neglected the Bible. That's why it kills everything when you neglect the Bible. It kills your spiritual life, your prayer life, your joy goes, your peace goes, the reason for living goes. But when the Bible comes, whoa, you feel that life coming back to you, and it comes fast. Look what else it says. I love this power, this thing. It is also powerful because it says it's living and powerful. We just read it in Hebrews 4. Look at Isaiah 55, 11. So the, the, the word of God, you know, some, some people say, well, you know, it's boring and dead. They're describing their own life. <laughs> Anybody who says the Bible is boring, he's describing his own life. He's boring yeah. or she's boring yeah. or dead because they are dead. The word of God is not only alive, it's powerful. Let's, let's, let's read Isaiah 55, 11. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. When you read the Bible, there will be results. And the Bible says the results are so powerful in Jeremiah 23 verse 29 that they literally, well, let me just, you, you just read it first. Is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock? You almost want to cry reading these words. Is not my word like a fire and a hammer? Look, look. Uh, I'm going to say something really so so powerful. In the tabernacle, the high priest had to clean the candlestick Mm. before he would offer incense. Mm. The wick. Yeah, had to be clean the mind yeah. before he could worship God. So See? So every single day, the priest would go into the into the tabernacle and had to clean the wicks of the candlestick. And once they cleaned it, they could, they could see what they're doing, what, what they're going, so they can offer incense. What what people seem not to not to know in the tabernacle, there's there's no sunlight. There's four thick skins that cover it. Yeah. No, no light at all. The light of the sun is in the outer court. Once you're in, it's, it's 
black dark without the candlestick. So the first thing they had to do is put that candle on so they can minister and, and know what, they, what, what they're doing and where they are going. The incense was next. I cannot touch God's heart without the wick being cleaned. I can't even approach him. I can't even talk to him. I cannot even worship him till my wick is clean. So it says, it's not my word like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. Meaning, our minds are picking up garbage all the time from this world. All the time. And that garbage piles up and becomes hard in there. Yeah. And only the Bible can break it down and knock it out of us. Yeah. Without the word of God, people are, are today killing themselves because of mental illness. <clears throat> Committing suicide, a lot of them. It's so sad, you listen to the news today, on how many people today are struggling with mental illness. It's everywhere. everywhere. It's in churches, it's in homes and schools and colleges, you, you, you name it. Yeah. Only the Bible can bring health to the mind. Amen. Not, not the other stuff that people do. The word of God is so powerful, it, it, it removes it all. All right, now, the Bible says it's also sharp. Remember, we just read all that in Hebrews 4.12. Yeah. It's, it's alive, it's powerful, and it's sharp. Let's talk about sharp in Acts 2.37. And that word sharp is very, uh, it's, a, it's a very powerful word because it says sharp enough to cut asunder soul and spirit. Okay, yeah. Acts 2.37. Now when they heard this, they were pricked. Aha, uh -huh, they were pierced. Right, cut to the heart. And, and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what, what shall we do? Yeah, exactly. So the word of God is piercing. It gets right through. Wow. And then in, in, in Psalm 119, verse 9, look what it says about it. I'm just explaining really Hebrews 4.12. It's, it's alive, it's powerful, and it's also sharp. Yeah. And the Bible describes sharp by saying what? Psalm 119, verse 9. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. It cuts the world out of us. So it's yeah. also sharp to cleanse. Yeah. Taking heed one more time. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse? Cleanse, cleanse, meaning it has to be all the dirt and filth must be cut out of there. Yeah, by taking heed thereto according to thy word. You know what I love about these young people, like Chad and like Lucas and others, they're hunger for the Bible. They're they're, they're desire to know the word of God. The one thing I I I was at a conference in Seattle <clears throat> for a young man named Raul a few days ago. And he had an open session, uh, you know, questions, answers. They call it like a panel. And the, and the question that kept coming back from the young people is, Pastor Benny, and they all wanted to know about the Bible. Mm. What did I learn? How do I keep reading? What, on, on, on and on. And I, and I thought, wow, that hunger for scripture is like so precious. A, a young man last week, in fact, at our healing service here. You know, tattoos everywhere. And, you know, he, he probably had a rough past, it looked like. But he moved from his state to come to Orlando to attend Jesus' image, awesome. my children's ministry. And I said, why? He said, I'm hungry. They're so hungry yeah. for the word of God. So precious, isn't it? Absolutely. Okay, now, God's word is sharp, but let's just talk about a few things. Uh, in 1 Peter 1.23, it says that God's word, when it gets in us, it'll change 
our life. If you want your life changed, if you're tired of the way your life has been, get the Bible in there. 1 Peter 1, 23. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. It changes lives. Because why? Born being to be born again. Yeah. To be renewed. Only God's word. How about power to produce faith in, in Romans 10, 17? We all know that by heart, but I really need to, to talk about this in just a second on yeah. what that all means. Okay. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Okay. Now let's talk about faith. And I don't have a whole lot of time, but faith is a person. Faith is not a something, it's a someone. So the Bible says that we have to seek the Lord. He is our faith. He's in the boat and the storm hits and they're all afraid. And Jesus says, where is your faith? Meaning, did you leave me on the shore? Did your faith, you know, drown in the sea? I'm here. Where is your faith? I'm here. He spoke the word. He is our faith. Faith is not a something in our mind. Faith is a person named Jesus, who is the author and finisher of faith. The word of God brings him to us. So not only the word of God changes our life, the word of God brings Jesus to us in his fullness. And number three, the word of God has power to cleanse us. So if, you're, if you feel today there's bondage in your soul and there's filth in your life, only the word of God will wash that away. Ephesians 5, 25 and 26 says this. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. So it's the, it's the Bible that, that cleanses and purifies us. How about power to build us? Acts 20, 32. I'm almost done. Almost done. How about power that builds us? Acts 20, 32. And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all of them which are sanctified. How about to make you wise where you make the right decisions? Psalm 119, verse 98. Yay! Think about the mistakes people make because they don't pay, they don't read their Bibles. They make the wrong decisions and, and so many mistakes in life. If you want to be smart, the Bible will make you smart. Okay, Psalm 119, verse 98. Thou through thy commandments has made me wiser than mine enemies, for they are ever with me. <laughs> I'm smarter than my enemies because That's of amazing. your word. How about Psalm 119, verse 130? It's all there. If you want to be smart, read the Bible. The entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. It gives what? Understanding. understanding. You want to be smart, read the Bible. How about bringing peace? Are you you craving peace right now? Are you really looking for it? The Bible will give it to you. Psalm 85, verse 8. Oh, I love talking about the Bible. Psalm 85, verse 8. I will hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace unto his people. That's it. 
and to his saints, but let them not turn again to folly. Yeah, the only time they lose that, that peace is when they go back into, into their sin. Yeah. And only the Bible will, will keep you from sin. Hallelujah. Pastor Benny, your perspective here, I think, is everything. It's, I will hear what God the Lord will speak. So yeah. to you, the Bible has become so real that it's truly the voice of God speaking totally. to you through the words. Totally. It's deeper than words on a page. I have found peace I have never, I didn't, did not even know existed when I yeah. began to read the Bible like I'm doing today. Um, yeah. I read it three times a year, as you know. Right. And the peace I have found in, in the Word, I, I, there's no way I can even describe it. What are some tips that you would give someone who's been struggling to connect? I will tell them as soon as I give you number seven. Let's do it. Okay, number seven is the Bible has power to protect us from sin and mistakes. Not only does it give us peace, it has power to protect us. Psalm 119, verse 1, 2, and 3, which you read earlier, but let's read it again. Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. They also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. Yeah, it protects us from sin. How about verse 11 of that same psalm? Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. How about uh, verse 133 of the same psalm? Psalm 119. You know, it, because it protects us. Yeah. It's only God's word will give you protection. Order my steps in thy word, and let not any iniquity have dominion over me. That's it. Okay, so your question. We're going to go just a little over time since you asked me a question. Go ahead, I like it. This is very powerful because I, I remember just coming, when I first came to be with you as your assistant, I had only read the Bible one time through, and you gave me two amazing pieces of advice that I'll carry with me for the rest of my life. It's number one. Look to the one who lives within you to live his life through you. Yeah. It's a life of surrender to the Holy Spirit to make Jesus real, to live the Christian life. And number two, there is only one God of the Bible. There is only one God, and it's the God of the Bible. Yeah. The only way to know him is through his word. Correct. What are some tips that you would give people who are maybe struggling to connect, that are seeing words on a page and not the heart and voice of God like ask, he's actually okay. talking to them? I began by asking the Holy Spirit to make his word real. And then as I began the, to read the Bible, I was looking for one person, Jesus. I quit reading the Bible as historic mm. or prophetic. Mm. I began to read beyond that. Mm. I began to look for the Lord. What made the Bible come alive, and I can almost cry talking about it, is when I began when I, began when I was young, I was looking only for information. Or what is God saying to me through it? Mm. I wasn't looking for Jesus. When I began looking for the Lord, which I think is the third stage, yeah. is when my life changed. Because now it was no longer about Adam and Eve and Noah and the ark and Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, or Israel. It was about the Lord. And when I saw the Bible is a revelation of one person, it changed my life. So when I read the Bible now, I'm looking for him in every story, in every type, in every shadow, in every prophecy. That's what makes the Bible change our life. We are discovering the knowledge of him. In the scriptures, it says, grace and peace will come through the knowledge of him, the knowledge of the Lord. So we don't get peace through knowledge, the knowledge of the Lord. That's the difference. We, it's, it's not about knowledge, because it says knowledge will puff you up. It's so true. But Jesus will build you up. Right. The knowledge of Jesus. 
So, you know, when, when and, and I, I had an amazing thing happen one time when I'm reading the Bible, and I see Adam being put to sleep. And I you know you read that over and over, right. how God opened his eyes. And suddenly, this is Jesus on the cross. And just suddenly, the whole Bible came alive. God opens his side, his, and the Lord's side came open. And, and now, oh, I'm, I'm seeing the Lord in every part of Scripture. And it just, and now, and the thing is like, every time I read it, there's more I see. It's like scales coming off all the time. That's what I discovered. That's what, what made me fall in love with the Bible so greatly because I love the Lord. And loving Jesus, every piece of information about him is now a revelation of him. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, your, your heart and the fire in it grows bigger and bigger and bigger. So, Lord, give them the hunger. Let the word of Christ dwell richly within you, Paul said. Today, Father, I pray in Jesus' name that your word will dwell richly in everyone watching and listening. In Jesus' holy name. And Lord, go with Chad as he goes to Iraq. Protect him and bring him back safe in your glorious name. And God's people said amen and amen. And now it's time to give to the Lord's work. I'm going to ask you to give with hot faith in your being. Hot faith. We are living in the most amazing time in history because we're, we're about to see a massive prophecy come to fulfillment. When Israel and Saudi Arabia make peace, it will bring the end, an end to the Israeli-Arab conflict after Amen. hundreds of years. And I think this is going to trigger the prophetic in a powerful way. We're going to see a, a revival hit the globe unseen, unseen in 2,000 years. And it will bring evangelism, the miraculous, and prosperity. And the only way we're going to be ready for it, the prosperity side, is by sowing seed today. Because it says, when you sow today, you reap. So it's time to really let your faith come high, really high, as it says in Ecclesiastes 11.2. So a portion of seven, also of eight, for thou knowest not what evil will come. So the evil coming to the, to the earth will not touch you because you're going to prosper in such a way, you'll have no lack. You, you, you're going to protect your life and guarantee the protection of your children's lives and grandchildren's lives by giving to the Lord today. Today, don't wait because the hour is now to give. So you can give right now on the platform you're, you're watching me on. You can go to our website, benihin.org, or simply text BHM45777. And don't forget our conference in Texas this Friday and Saturday. So make sure to come. If you have not registered, it's almost packed. Make sure to call today and register for the conference. Much love to you. We'll see you again tomorrow for another glorious day. Love you and pray for Chad as he, as he goes to the Arab world. Much love. Bye-bye. Benny Hen Ministries has stayed on the cutting edge for the past five decades. The Lord made it clear that keeping and storing all archives and resources should be a top priority. Thus far, we've rescued and digitized 10,500 of the 13,437 tapes from the past half century. Pastor Benny's legacy, life's work, calling, and anointing will be preserved for generations yet to come. Nearly 50 years ago, this great adventure known as Benny Hen Ministries began with one voice. Today, that one voice continues to be amplified over and over through every possible means. What happens next will be the greatest blessing of all. Isn't it wonderful what the Lord has done? And to Jesus be all the glory. I wanted to show you this beautiful report about the digitizing. 
of thousands and thousands of hours already of the great meetings from the past. Because we want to keep them for our children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. So we need your help still. So thank you, thank you. I just wanted to show you that your money is doing the job. What you gave in the past is really making it happen. But let's keep doing it for the Lord, please. This is for His glory. Because now it can go to every nation on earth, in every language on earth, because of your help. All right, you can give right now on the platform you're watching me on. You can go to our website, benihim.org, or you can simply text BHM45777. So thank you for loving, thank you for giving, and let's keep glorifying our wonderful Savior. Much love to you. Thanks again.